Okay, okay. We've got five, Sammy, four, and your three, but two and one. Hey guys, welcome to the Red Room. My name's Sandy. And I'm Anya. This is our debut podcast. No idea what we're doing, but we're very excited to be doing it. We are currently sat at the Fuel Bar at Barry Central, which has been our home for the last seven years, and uh, it's the birthplace of Barry's London and Barry's UK. So the idea behind the whole the whole thing, right, Anya, is that we spend our lives teaching classes at Barry's. Obviously, we always say people come and start training at Barry's for one thing and then maybe stay for something completely different. And I guess over the course of this series, we're going to tap into that. Welcome to the Red Room. Where do we even begin with you, Rob? Like, I mean, you've done, in the space of knowing you, which is, we were just trying to work out seven years, almost yeah. seven years. You've oh done God, seven years, about Jesus. a billion different things. Yeah. You, when we yeah. first met Rob, Judge a- Rinder, by the way, for those mm. listening, this is the most informal intro we, should, we can do, but I think that's the way we should do it. Mm. When we first met you, you were a criminal barrister. In fact, the first time I met you, you told me to Google me. You said, Google me. <laughs> That's As you stormed into a class. So I then Googled you and oh you're obviously God. a very important criminal barrister. That's so depressing. You know what happens when I inevitably get to hell? Um, I've always imagined it's going to be me sitting in some sordid or squalid little hotel, you know, the ones that are advertised on television. And it'll just be my life played back to me in perpetuity as somebody serves me up, you know, ropey tea. And uh, that type of thing will, you know, come back to me again, you know. I can't believe For I said all the that. things you said but, to the desk. It, no. was, it was the best, but it was the best way to meet someone. Please don't. I mean, you can't quote me to me. I mean, I hate myself enough as it is, Sandy. But we are, but we are now good friends. We've from that moment, which was a slightly <sighs> inauspicious start, a super serious criminal barrister to mm. can't believe Judge Rinder, Judge Rinder to author to Strictly Come Dancing, Strictly Come Dancing, yeah. chat, to show. To chat, chat show. shows, which we... A couple of documentaries. For yes. Do, doc, yeah. Documentaries, award-winning documentaries, I might add. And um, script writing on the side, lots right. of things. Come here every morning afterwards. Um, and can I say, uh, Barry's Sprint Superstar. Mm. Well, that's what we should talk about, because everyone knows probably about the stuff that you do mm. out there I talk the about Barry's all the time, well, that, most interviews. Yeah. And, and Sandy's hair. And, and me and my hair. <laughs> I know, I once wrote, that was the best Which thing, we yeah. should explain for people. I... Was I, I went through a phase where I had a bit of long hair. Is it so fair to say? It's like yeah. long flowing locks. People sort of get upset and are mildly <clears> depressed, <throat> perhaps extremely depressed by Brexit, but this was a, definitely a social low point. It was an idea for me. Every day I'd have to come and look at it, you know, because you're such a 10, <laughs> you know, like a solid 10 by any standards, gay, straight, you know, you're one of those people who walk past going, mm, yeah, would. And, uh, you know, you're, you exist in people's mental Rolodex. I suspect there are people who are married. You know, you have like a famous person where you're allowed your five. You, you're definitely on someone's list somewhere. As one Sam's of the really am, blushing right yeah, now. No, no, right, you are I think definitely. Red lights, but write in if you, I am. A no, he's definitely one of the. Um, what, what's that called? You're, like like, a, you're, 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 you're on, on the list. You're, you're on the list. If, whatever. You're you're definitely on. You know all sorts of people's list. I'm sure. Um, good ones. And there you were. And I don't know why it was sort of. I don't know. It, he follows Beckham. Or Beckham follows him. We just around. Around. Yeah. He. I, I cut my hair first as a result of Rob basically outing me on. In the Evening Standard column that he writes, wrote a nice little piece about how disappointed he was with my haircut. I was and disappointed. I think that's the right language. It's compelling exactly right. me to Well, the lack of haircut. 
Yeah, I know. I think we were all relieved as family that you wrote the right, article and then so he hot, dropped the hair off. You had to weed whack your way through Stig of the Dump in order to see the goods. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, it, he, his face just needed like some great big fabulous vaginal waxing. And then look what happened. That's the good news. So, you, know, you know, some people you shave and you're like, oh, no, no, go back. Put it back on again. Put that beard back on, madam. Whereas with... Uh, it's all, you know what I mean? You go back, that's the good news. You got it rid of it and you went straight back to being a 10 as opposed to being somebody that we all thought was mildly troubled. <laughs> well, there we go. Just to put it into context, whatever day you're having, Rob will tell you it straight. Well, that was the thing. He was on. telling me every day, like, just, this is awful, this is not good. And I was just ignoring it. And then, yeah, when you mm. read about yourself in the Evening Standard, Thank you. basically there's a call out and I... I was source sense and <laughs> it was an intervention. Got, got, it was an intervention. It was a public intervention. My editor, uh, do you know, after that, it's really funny. I got into trouble. Um, I had to. I was. I got a little message. You know, you just can't write about your friends. You know, it's not. It's, you know, yeah. No, but that's true. I do come here in the morning and I don't talk to anyone. Really, that's the delight of oh, this place. Ah, but you do. You. you brighten our days and the desk. You do in talk what to way? The desk. I mean, it's that's because the... I get to beat you up every morning and just the, the jokes, bit. the banter. You probably don't realise it. You're in a big grump, but your grumpiness <laughs> kind of rubs off some happiness and <laughs> into the red room. Rob is slightly notorious in Barry's for being an incredible runner. But for those listening who don't come to Barry's Central at certain times of the day, maybe they don't know that. As well as being all the things that the public will know about him, isn't it an athlete, a proper athlete? Let's not go mad. I won't talk about your I'm floor. A You're not great on floor. Terrible. Let's, let's call you out on the floor, but on the treadmill, you are. Yeah. A Depends on the day on floor. Wednesdays and Mondays are better. The rest of the time, Rob sometimes likes I stand. Daydream. I, right. I, a lot where of, does your brain go when you're on the floor? Oh, I don't know where it is. Half the fuck up my ass. That's why I like <laughs> the running more. But yeah, you're absolutely right. There are sometimes I can I can completely just disappear and stand still, and it's. But that's the thing about this place. It is a place to kind of whether you are doing something or whether you're running really fast yeah. or you're lifting weights, you might take a moment to just disappear, and that's fine. I think exercise for me really matters um, for all sorts of reasons, which aren't necessarily connected to having a perfect six pack or the rest of it. They're much more wedded, in my case, to mental health. But you know, it's it, 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 you, you get into kind of good habits. I think it becomes the story you tell yourself about your day. So for me, and I get up in the morning, and even if you don't want to go, your body almost gets into just like it has a shower, or whatever. It gets into ritual, habitual forms of behaviour. You know, like you know, picking your nose or farting or whatever it is that other people <laughs> might do. You get up, you get dressed, can't be asked to go, but you do because you get on the train and. You, you just go and you arrive and you arrive in time for Anya's class. And it, what I love about this place, it's, it's a cathedral of indifference to each other, which I adore. You know, nobody cares what you look like. Nobody looks at you. It's just lit perfectly. Um, I know what to expect in your class, which is somebody with a, a sort of who, who exercises your rage, anger and professionalism on your unsuspecting clients. <laughs> I'm at least aware, which is great. Um, but there's oh just a God. degree of full on violence, which I, obviously <laughs> I appreciate. Um, you, know, you can arrive two minutes before the class starts and you can, exactly as you describe, exist in your own world. And by the time it's done and you've sweated it out, What's miraculous, I think, about it is that because it's contained in one hour, there's no phone, hugely important for me. So there's no outside world. There's no inside world which, where you feel looked at, which I think precludes and prevents a lot of people going to group classes. That's certainly when I've been, because I'm a proselytizing evangelist for this place, but oh, I don't like to go to a class because, you know, I'll get looked at or judged. And I, I try to explain it's not like that. It's always, it always, people who come always feel, yeah, it's not like that. 
um, it, it's a kind of cathedral to yourself or it's a, it's a gift you can give yourself and it's the one hour of the day that you can tell a happy story about yourself. No matter what else happens in the day, you have no control over. Whether it's gone well or badly, you've done your exercise, that contained hour, motivated by amazing music, the best kind of professional sometimes angry, but always well-meaning and brilliant trainers. And it's done. And so often in people's work, you never complete one thing. You've got long-term projects or television. You just go to meetings while people do very little and say, let's have another meeting because that's what they do in television, etc. You know, you have no control over all that stuff, but you do have control over this. It's one perfect hour of the day. So just to put it into context, most people come to Barry's and just do a class. Rob Brinder comes to Barry's and sprints at the maximum speed on this treadmill, which is 12.5, pretty extraordinary, for what's, what's the record you've done? Eight yeah, minutes? But here's the it? thing, I cheat right a bit. So it depends, at the moment I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling with my weight. So I, I'm coming to Barry's every day, but that's only part of the story, as you guys always say and are very clear about. You know, it's not the remedy. Exercise is only one part of a complete physical jigsaw that you need to be mindful about if you want real health and you want the right body. So I'm eating badly at the moment um, and sleeping not well as well. So I'm not as fit as I was. My fittest, I could not hold on. On one class on a Saturday, I did back-to-back two mile two. You know, how quickly can you do a... How quickly can you get to a mile? Right, yeah, yeah. You know, they do that yeah. all the seven-minute thing. Mm. I did it back-to-back on 12 to... 12.5 twice that's, that's and that without without touching the thing once without grabbing the handlebars without well, not even not even touching yeah that was on that was on a saturday but the reason for that i've never discussed it. um i before i no that wasn't that day i was gonna say it wasn't that day no i went and did tough mudder tough mudder my tough ass please <laughs> you could do that with a handbag you know and a packet of chips i don't know i mean <laughs> why do people say it's tough <laughs> I did it because I've been in love with this boy, see, who was the boy I met at school. I, you know, I did that, um, what's it called, Would I Lie to You? Did you watch the one I was on? No. As if you watch television. <laughs> She's looking at me like, that's Sandy, as if. Um, the only TV I watch now has Rob in it. Because he tells me to watch it. Oh, please. So then I go away I and watch it. But anyway, sorry, carry on. I was on well, Would I Lie to You? And um, you three contestants have to tell, like, a lie. Only one of who's telling the truth. They oh, bring out this yeah, person. Yeah, I know that. yeah, yeah. The person that they brought out for me was the boy that I was in love with at school, no. who all oh. of my passwords named after. And oh my god! Since no, I've been yeah. Please tell me you've changed your passwords since the show. I've changed my passwords since the show. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> all I'll say is you know he's he looks he looks just as nice as he did back then, and you know I I I, I, kept, I kept up with him, um, and we agreed to do tough mother mother with each other. Um, so we did that, and then because it was so. I don't know. It's not really difficult. I came back. I came to a class here afterwards, and I did a fastest mile. I think it was about five. Because on twelve and a half, it's about four. Is it about five minutes or something? It's not. It's yeah, not it's that just over fast. That. It's just over that. Yeah, it's about five thirty, which I've yeah. I've done without touching. That's quite, quite extraordinary. Mm. The guy that invented Tough Mudder went to my school, and I always mm. think that, that he, basically we used to get. It was a boarding school. We used to get punished by um, if you did something wrong, you get dragged up at six in the morning and get made to run around a field and oh. jump over cows and do all that sort of stuff i think that that was where he got his idea from it was basically bullying us at 6 a.m in the morning um, and making us jump through stuff so there you go mm. so did you bring that guy to barry's ever do you know, i've offered so many times i brought tons of people here i bought the strangest people like honestly the strangest dinner party of humans you know well, i was gonna bought- say you have like the widest collection of the the most right but they all get into random it. you know obviously i bought george osborne 
Um, Can I just say one of them? I have to tell the story because yeah. it's possibly the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire <laughs> life. Okay. I wandered into uh, the changing rooms here at Central at sort of 20 past nine, about to teach my 9.30 class. Mm-hmm. And you, I think, had just done Anya's 8.20 with yeah. George Osborne. Yeah, could who you then decided to introduce to me. I was like wandering in to go have a quick wee before the class. Anyway, mm-hmm. stop me. Go, I'd love you to meet my friend George, who was in a, in a towel. <laughs> Nothing else but a towel. So yeah. I then was like, do I shake his hand? What do I do? So I shook his well, hand. What and else then, are you going to shake? So then, we're, so then we're, we're standing there with you and then George. And it's not an, a huge change room, shall we say. So it's quite a tight, confined space. Mm-hmm. And then um, a relatively well-known footballer wandered out of the uh, toilet. Yeah, rhymes with Levid Geckham. Yeah, right. Yeah. Him, um, right. To go into my class. And he then sort of was confronted by this mini group we had. George said hello to him. He was like, uh, yeah, hello. Um, they know each other. They do, but I think yeah. in, this, in the environment. It was, it was super weird. Half-naked environment. And, yeah. Was, yeah, I, and I was just saying, I don't know what to do with this situation. So I was just sort of like, but there's put, loads put my head down. I think there's tons of that sort of thing. And nobody cares. No, that's yeah. thing. I mean, and actually, if you live in that world, seen, can I just on. intervene here? Sorry, yeah. there was one moment where I've seen you look rather starstruck. Was that Harry Styles? Yes. I've written I, about that though, but that wasn't really for me. That was I was. I mean, that was a full on. I'm going to say male premenstrual nuclear meltdown. I mean, I was. <laughs> that again is going to be in the video for the section proceedings. And there's no way I was. I was bonkers. It wasn't actually that I was that starstruck. I don't know his music or One Direction. It's because my friend loves him. And it's more I got into, as I do, I've got no small talk. That's why I have no husband. And I can't pull, I've got no chat. You know, I'm not one of these people that, you know, you meet, how are you? Nice to meet you. How's the weather? Which gradually, slowly leads into some species of meaning. I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. Tell me about your painful childhood. I don't, you know, like I wrote about meeting Andrew Scott at the BAFTAs, you know, and I'd invited him to Wagadougou after the third text. (laughs) Do you know, it's just, it's not going to go well. well so Rob, wait, hold on, let me explain. Rob, basically, he's trying to say that he said, might say some quite strange things to people straight out of the gate. And I, I correct me if I'm wrong, inappropriate but I think more you may have said to it. Harry, are you gay? I, I have no shame. I mean, I, I, it was a horror. It was a horror show that, you know, honestly, listeners, just get ready to get all of your protruding parts of your body because there'll be nothing left to cringe with. Uh, what had happened was I was standing, I was running... Um, I think it was, it must have been an annual class because, you know, I could just hear this sort of screaming noise and her sense of disappointment. So I may for three seconds have like just pushed it down like half a point. She looks at you with sort of, a sort of a, 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 a aggressive rage, disappointment, you know, like that teacher that knows you could do better, but just stands there. So good. Uh, this is what you pay for. I love it. Anyway, so I saw him and he, what happened? He'd come in, there'd been some sort of mix up. Yeah. Totally unstarry, totally un, you know, me, me, me. I mean, sort of similar to me, you know. And all right. And um, he um, was helping with the towels. So yeah, yeah. I thought, oh my God, you're so well brought up. You're such a nice person. And I'm genuinely, though I wouldn't disclose this to people in my immediate milieu, delighted by kindness and, and that sort of thing, you know. So I went out and said, you know, gosh, you know, you're really well. I saw what you were doing. You're, you're really well brought up, you know, you're, you're, God, I'd have children if they'd be like you, you know, except mine, knowing how I would be hyperindulgent, mine would be on smack by the time they're nine, he's looking, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I go, well, actually, um, 
hang on, your, what about your, your mum? I mean, you know, maybe I could have a child with your mum. Yeah, this is, <laughs> um, this is, right. 10 seconds. The, 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 I mean, you know, the boss over there like disappears somewhere into the ether. Everybody like spread. Do you know what I mean? It was like a nuclear chat with everybody kind of, you know, running for cover. And he was so charming as I did all this stuff. You know, he, she said, my mum is single, sadly. My stepfather died, not missing a beat or, you know, wanting to use the opportunity to, I think, uh, uh, share in his bereavement and to use a kind adjective as an ordinary person would. Anyone semi-emotionally literate would in that moment. I went, oh, that's great, perfect, I can marry her. Um, <laughs> and so on and so forth. And I went, oh, well, you, got, you know, um, and I should find you a wife. Or, or uh, are you gay? Are you straight? Okay. Oh and it's, it's just because I don't know. And I don't care about this sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, our sound engineer sitting over there is, is I can feel her cringe too. I mean, this is the cringe to end all cringe. But I felt so bad. The thing was, what was so charming about him is he sort of hugged me. It was like a form of social euthanasia. He just sort of hugged me to make it oh. stop. Yeah, yeah. It was so sweet. Yeah. And then I felt like such a dick because I wasn't actually starstruck the people i'm starstruck by are you know people that were famous when i was a kid um so who would that be anyone from grain chill i think by the time i <laughs> you've got to remember grain chill yeah, yeah of course i know grain yeah, chill. in fact yeah. i think by the time this goes out the michael mcintyre might have happened they woke he woke me up in the middle of the night and zamo from grain chill came into my bedroom i was over i was overwhelmed that was the coolest thing ever so that is exciting but what, in the sorry, Harry- what happened? He walked into your bedroom? Yeah, I don't know. I, was, I, I had to write something very difficult and I'd had half a bottle of scotch and I'd taken a sleeping pill. The next thing I knew, it was one o'clock in the morning and, and, and I got woken up to Michael McIntyre along with Gregory Rutherford, Louise Redknapp, Sooty and Sweep and Johnny Ball, Louis, uh, Zoe Ball's dad. And, and what was the last one? Oh, yeah. and um, Zamo. And Zamo Maguire, which was the most exciting. That I, I, the only other person that I would meet where I would, isn't the phrase lose my shit like that, is if I met Lizzo. Peace be upon her. Love her so much. She doesn't need barriers. I love her. Anyway, that's how excited I was. We have barriers in Manchester and everyone's very polite and nice to each other and talks. You sent me a text message saying, What's going on in Manchester? Everyone tries to talk to each other. It's, it's hell. In fact, um, there was this, who, God, is he beautiful? The rugby player that's married to Fran Halsall, who was here yesterday. Uh, he plays rugby league. Johnny Wilk, Wil, not Johnny Wilkins, he's called Wilk. Oh, John. John Wilk. And I mean, just like a super 10, just, I mean, he's. Sand, like, we actually John, need, John or Sandy? Uh, different, you, different, John, different, John, tens, different, different. No, John's good looking. No, good but different looking sorts man. of 10s. Different, different niches. You can't, you can't put them in the same box. It's like, you know, otters and cubs. and I mean, both tens in their own worlds, but okay. not in the same world. John is, I just, I mean, uh, yeah, can't talk. Can't talk. Yet another one. Um, and so I don't choose not to. This exists as a different social paradigm. It, it's sort of outside of the normal world. I mean, especially this studio, because you literally go down into a basement, into this own world, which has its own rules. Where I say there's no um, other white noise or invasion or any of that stuff. And so you don't have to, you're not conscripted into the ordinary, normal social mores of like needing to be kind or small talk or do eye contact. You can just, you know, have a relationship with yourself, whatever the instructor's saying, your treadmill and the floor, and that's it. And it's this one hour of sweat and challenge, and that's it. It's great. And I think that's, it's a very kind of London thing. Because um, I film in Manchester, I also go early in the morning. It's, in fact, I've now got it in my contract. I moved hotels 
um, this is true. I moved hotels to be near the Barrys in Manchester. Yeah, literally it's 20 yards from the hotel I stay in. As soon as I found it was opening, it was great. But it's all, it's Northern. People talk to each other, good morning. They're all kind. That guy, he's really, they all chat after the class about what they're doing that day and before and how difficult it's going to be. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, I obviously explain to them insofar as I can using non-verbal means of communication, just no. <laughs> There's a scowl on when your we, face. When we, when we opened Manchester, Rob was very worried that he might have like desk staff to talk to that he doesn't know. And then we're like, don't worry, Gina's going to be there. Jazz is going to be there. You'll be fine. Be fine. You, like, you like familiarity. I mean, you like the same desk team. And not you... the same desk here. Right. I have, I mean, look, you know, it's like being at the birth of a new psychiatric phenomenon, spending five minutes with me, right? I mean, I've got a hairbrush that I've had since for 20 years that I have to take to all meetings. Should see the state of it, like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, yeah I've heard about this. Really? Yeah, I it looks like it's it. been through a war, right? right. So, part of, you know, I always run out at the end of the class yeah. here. Yeah. So, and the reason for that is because I have to have the same shower. Right, okay. Right. Okay, that's really, I mean, we're, we're really digging deep here into crazy. I, 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 I do that. I don't I run out to go and do it, but I, I'll use the same shower. Yeah, you to, use the same shower in the men's if it's, a, if it's available. No, no, it, can't, it has to be available. That's right, why okay. I don't, I'm, that's why I'll stretch at home sometimes, because I, I, that has to happen. I'm glad you've told me this, because, I mean, we have had discussions. I, I feel guilty because I always leave Sandy's class early. No, that's but what I'm doing. The, the leaving early thing, mm. I always think it might be that you didn't enjoy the class. No, or... no, no, mine is literally, I'll fit, I always have to finish to the end and it's because of that shower. But the other thing is, so running-wise, right, I have to do minimum, minimum three and a half miles on a treadmill every day. As in, like, so even if you've broken up the class or it's a dirty 30 or whatever, mm. I have to have done, that's a minimum. So you will have to, if the treadmill gets turned off, you lose your numbers. You have to, you have to remember the number that you had and then add it and all the other stuff. Yeah, it's not that difficult. I mean, there's, you know, maximum, they're going to be four runs. That's maximum. No, most of the time, it's, it's maximum three, usually You're definitely two. covering that in mind, Usually right? two, sometimes one. Yeah. Um, Today yeah. you did double treads. Today I did double tread, which I haven't done for ages. Sometimes your body just tells you you need to do that. And I, I felt like I needed to do that today. And it was great because there was an available tread. Yeah, three and a half miles minimum. So that's why, say, for example, there's one of the uh, running sections which is on um, dynamic mode. Obviously, it means you're li- less likely to, to, to get to there. hit your numbers. There's no Just way. So you know, dynamic mode, because you probably don't know what, the, what dynamic mode is, but it's when you drive the treadmill using your body weight. Mm. It's pretty intense, it's right? Tough. right. Um, yeah, but I have to have do three and a half miles every day. Mostly, on average, it's between three, seven, five and four. And sometimes I beat four. We should, so, we should actually tell everyone that um, as instructors, we have, you know, like we plan our class and then we deliver it. And we generally have a room full of people who we are pretty good at providing a decent range and can deal with all abilities. Rob is probably one of the only people I know who confounds instructors by basically going, we've got Rob in our class oh my God, we need to make, is this going to be hard enough for him? Is oh, it I just give be... Rob his own speed. Rob has his own separate Yeah, but you're really good at that. I mean, it's not, it's, I'm but genuinely... I, we've had you in a class, but I've had instructors come out before being like, they're like, I've had Rob in my class, I had to give like you know, my regular speeds and then I had to give Rob like an entirely different class. So my question for you is, because mm. I've, I now, we've known each other for six, seven years. Yeah. That's what I thought when we started because you were that good. Now I just teach my class as I normally would, and I trust that you just will do what you want. Oh, to I know. do the opposite. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, you, you take completely uh, yeah. different approaches. Now. So it's an interesting thing because actually you have the same thing. Your nine thirty class, your eight ten 
as your eight twenty class is genuinely like a kind of community. It's kind of quasi-religious community. Everybody's the same. Every, I mean, there are proper regulars that know each other. We even say hi, which is you, super I know, you're lunch. quite friendly at age. Everybody is, because we all know each other and we all talk about you, you know, once we're in the changing rooms. Not, you know, most of it's kind. I mean, it's meant kindly. Yeah. Um, yeah, you say all the right things about me, please, because you're driving right. people away from my class right No, now. it's amazing. <laughs> it's the most, it's, it's super tough, but it, it's an act. There's Barry's and then at eight, you know, I will say, what are you doing tomorrow? Say, I'm, I'm bringing a friend here. Like, I, bring, you know, I come with Laura Jana Klausner, I brought friends, whatever. I'll say, I'm doing an Anya tomorrow. You've got your own brand, you know. You're, I'm doing an Anya. It means I can do a tough Barry's class tomorrow, you know, and I'll feel rewarded at the end, to be sure, but it's an Anya. Um, yeah, you do. You'll, you'll, what you'll do is you'll pass and say, or just keep going, or just do it at 12 if you like. And you're able to contain that, as are you, in the uh, ordinary remit of the class, you know. So you'll have your range from whatever it is, seven to ten, some sort of, you know, light little jog that you could smoke and run at the same time. And then you, but then you'll say, in, for example, today, or go quicker. And that's fine. What I'm li- listening out for, for me, is how long it's yeah. going to be. And it's because someday, my body, like, especially as I'm getting older, um, really, and, and you're always mindful of this, and I often hear you guys saying it in both your classes, so see how your body feels in that day mm. and listen and hear it insofar as you can. I'm terrible at that, but I've got much, well, much a little bit better at it. So there are days when, um, you know, in your class I can go all out and not hold on and feel amazing. There are days where I just feel like absolute hell and I can't. Um, but like today where... It, it was structured so well where there was like three runs and there was first a warm-up run of real thought. It wasn't just a warm-up, you know, you're looking for numbers in a certain range. And I just did the ordinary one. I didn't go any beyond it. And then there was uh, a sort of hill run, which was an interval run. And then at the end, just a straightforward interval run. Now in those intervals at the top end, I'm going to go all out. But then I'm going to come back to say eight miles per hour at the bottom end the one that you recommend in the first place. Yeah. And I'm always sort of responding to my... I think that you know, I timing that is a key thing for us. Like, right. I'm exactly the same. If you can tell me how long I've got to do something, then I'm prepared to... Right. Either, depending on the day, some days I will, some days I won't. But, but at least you know the parameters. I think that's yeah. the most important thing. Right. Because that's useful, yeah. useful to know in, I find when it, it comes to you. Right. And in your, so in your class, Andy, you'll say, right, it's a three-minute run. And then you think three minutes sounds like a long time, but it's three minutes... I, I, often... Somewhere in my occipital, some loud noise will come back from my subconscious. Go, it's three minutes. Pull yourself together. Do you know what I mean? But oh. nobody meets anyone here, do they? I mean, well, they do. Yeah. 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 I mean, lots of our. What they really? Yeah. I mean, is the nightmare here? They've just got engaged. Oh, th- oh did Nate? they? Yeah. So two of, our two of our instructors. Two of our instructors just met. Well, They're met here yeah, ages ago, but then one was a client first, and then became a trainer. Which one, Nick? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's a good trainer. Yeah. That's thing. Uh, you know, it's really nice. Is that uh, you know? I think. So I came, I was brought here by a barrister who was prosecuting my client in a case. And we were in the same case. It was the worst case I've ever done. I was so miserable. And also super depressed. Not, I don't throw that stone around, depressed, unless I really mean it. I don't mean kind of a little bit down. I was, yeah. you know, had a full on um, existential crisis and was really unwell, uh, mentally unwell. And I was still kind of working out and I'd, I'd done a couple of triathlons and I'd done, I think at that stage, a 256 marathon, but I was sort of looking for something a bit different. And she said, come to Barry's whilst we were doing this hideous case in Croydon. By the way, anyone from Croydon, I'm sure it's lovely. I just haven't found why. I mean, that'll send you over the edge. You know, there's that poem by John Betjeman, come happy bombs and rain Slough. on slough. Yeah. 
I just think at the time he couldn't think of anything to rhyme with Croydon. But anyway, I digress. Um, And I just instantly thought, yeah, this is it. It's got the balance I'm looking for. You know, it feels really private. It's basically like having a personal trainer with everything you like, with a kind of community sense you can't leave. You know, when I had personal trainers in the past, unless it was swimming, I was learning for triathlon stuff, where when I got obsessed with it. A lot of the time, you know, it's a bit like the dates I go on. I was terrible at closing the deal, so I'd end up doing their tax returns or, you know... (laughs) listening to some issue that they had with their girlfriend and, you know, on one occasion writing a legal letter on their behalf to a parent, you know, because like anything to avoid doing the actual thing. So this doesn't have any of that. There's no time for any of that. You're here to invest in the time of giving the gift to your body and working out. So it's like perfect. Um, And of course, it's like anything. I feel, I always say this to you, Sandy, I feel like a sort of proud Jewish mother. I've sort of seen this thing well, we f- but we feel the same way about you. Yeah. No, I we feel, feel I'm because you, because you, no, no, no because you've amazing? changed. You've, you've. Because uh, I remember having a conversation with you mm. about the fact you were giving up your um, serious side of the of, of work and going into more t- serious, and, different, and going, into TV, going into TV, yeah, and it being. I remember the, when your advert for advert the trail or whatever trailer, yeah, the trailer yeah. for Judge Rinder came being, out. The yeah. first one came out, and mm. I saw it on YouTube or ITV, or whatever. <laughs> It was literally, it was so exciting to have all a seat. All of us are so proud. We all were. Also, like, strictly no, seeing all the, the steps. Thing. Strictly, we had the clients come up to you going, oh my God, you're doing so well. Oh, no, it was really great. That was, um, was a gift of an experience. I mean, what a gift. To learn to dance, free lessons. I love the whole thing. Anybody says that it's hard work needs to get themselves a real job. That's for sure. I mean, I did one, one of the bad... No, it's the only time I've ever been conscripted to say something I didn't want. You can't imagine anyone persuading me mm. to say something that I don't truly believe in. But I found myself looking down the barrel of the camera, you know, sort of glittery, I don't know, sort of otherworldliness and, and not feeling at all in control. And next moment I found myself saying, my whole life, all I've ever wanted to do is to get to Blackpool. <laughs> I mean, really? And I actually love Blackpool. That used to be I, Well, I have to tell you, I loved it too, of getting there, get, doing the dancing and stuff. But I think, first of all, a lot of people were surprised that I was fit. I think yeah. people think also a lot of people were surprised because they thought I was older. And then when you had to get your, you, you had your open top and you had your six mm. pack and everyone, oh, that was a... You should have had made by Anya. That, trend, that one of the most <laughs> I told you, I told you things. I was going to get that tattoo. I wish you had. I was going to get a tattoo, genuinely thinking like uh, made by An- Anya. With the brackets and occasionally Sandy. And occasionally <laughs> Sandy, but like, or, or Barry's made. It just felt a bit tackyville. But I will, but yeah, also I can't have a girl on my, do you know what I mean? People think Aww. that. People Not think, just any girl, Rob. The girl that made your body. That is true, <laughs> but I don't want to be, you know what I mean? It, people might think that, you know, yeah, uh, who knows. Um, but yeah, during that, people get, oh, you're working so hard. You must be working so hard. It's like, Am I hell working hard? I mean, you know, I was dancing. You know, I, I, I can't like phone my, I used to phone my friends, you know, who are, you know, doing hardcore serious work. I have to say, sorry, with... dancing is like my big fear. So I, you obviously know. But it's not, that I it's not to... work, it's delight. No, but I used to be in a band and it, the dancing you stuff. You weren't in any band. Tell no, everybody no, 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 what no. band you're in. The only person, my morning there's two to. people at Barry's that I have Everybody played. knows. It was my birthday treat. <laughs> your, Tell it was everyone. your birthday treat. So, did you play the song? Yeah. <sighs> no, you didn't. I, I did. asked for it. Rob it's, asked I have a playlist. Me. It's on my. It's, it, it, it's close to my desert island play, playlist because it's a thing that makes me think about Barry's. What? What's the song? So, yeah, kind of new. No, I'm not going to sing because my voice is ruined. But yeah, What's anyway, I used to be in a girl band a long time ago. Called Precious. Called, called Precious, and it was called Say It Again. Yeah. This song. Say it again. Say, say yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you sing it more beautifully than I do. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Rob's request was that I played it in class. Now, I wouldn't do it for anyone, but I did do it for you. I found a remix. And then so I danced good. behind Rob. It was... That was I, 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 that's the highest praise I think anyone can ever get. Because mm. Anya... Uh, I, why would what? you be embarrassed about something like that? It's amazing. I'm not embarrassed. It was in the 90s, but like, you know... It's a great I'm kind tune of... too. It's a great... It's like a proper tune. Yeah. It's like, it's really good. There's loads of pop stars that come here. Of course, I don't know who anyone is, which is not useful. Well, actually, you didn't tell the real story. When Harry Styles first came around, I was like screaming at him to run faster. That's actually a very good point. Rob, Rob has many claims to fame. Uh-huh. Uh, one of which in Barry's could be the guy who almost made Harry Styles never come back. No, he so loved me. He, what are you he, talking came, about? He, came, he came, he came, and then I asked him because um, he didn't come for years. After, Don't you after, dare after, say after that, that had anything to no, do with it was, me. No, after, have I not told you the story? Yeah, you have, but you, it was you, you, it was nothing God's to do with truth. Um, we he, did, he, did, he did one class. Me and Hazza are best and didn't come back, and then he came back suddenly. And so I asked him, I was like, "Dude, like, how, where have you been? Like, why, why didn't you come back after all that time?" He goes, "Well, I was running on this treadmill, and the, this guy next to me started like." First of all, he was screaming at me, and then he actually started telling, like, turning up my the speeds of my treadmill. I don't think like, I physically turned him did up. Did that? So he was like, "Who is this guy?" And this, is this what happens at Barry's? This, mm. this stuff happens. We should just say it's not normal. No, no, happens, no. But please right. do not press buttons but, that make no, no, no. You should occasionally do. But <laughs> I have um, to know the person. I mean, but, but then he was there watching TV. Yeah, like, a few days later, and then he realized uh, daytime TV, and and Judge Rinder came on, and he was like, "That's the guy who was telling me." So funny. Again, part of the fun of for us of doing this podcast is getting to chat to people who we we know but maybe don't know so well. But obviously, we've known you a long time and kind of see all different phases you go through in your career and whatnot. But you also do a huge amount of stuff for charity and for uh, like Holocaust awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, which is a totally different yeah wavelength to the chat yeah. show, for example, where you're sure. speaking Russian, saying "suck my dick" in Russian, mm. right? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you true. have a range that you're. That you, we all have you, a range. I mean, I think the thing that's really um, important to remember is that you know none of us are one thing. There's a, I think it's not a special. It's not a, it's not a kind of unique thing um, in British society. I think generally it's a case, but there is something about all of us where we're nervous of anybody that's kind of you know polyglot or in which is a posh way of saying so either, uh, you know, interested in lots of languages or interested in lots of things, or polymath. We, we, we don't like it. You know, we like people to be, to stick to what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And nervous around, yeah, yeah. you know, anybody that sort of tries to reach beyond or do anything uh, above and beyond whatever container or box they've put themselves in. I mean, Sandy, you know, you were serious, and I, you know, sports journalist and journalist before uh, running this business and retraining. You know, you're a singer, an actor, and full-time mum in addition to being a really important changer and I say you know um emotional game changer for a lot of people that come to 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 your class in the morning as well I mean we are a collection a range of different things um and yeah I mean me like lots of people you know oscillate between silliness to some extent um you know unreconstructed three-year-oldness and and deep seriousness as we all do and one of the things I'm interested in, and I think it's now in terms of kind of a political phenomenon more important than ever, that um, people are aware of what happened in the Second World War, the Shoah, the six million Jews and other victims of uh, the Nazi genocide. And there are various reasons for that. Um, You know, 
the other day I was looking on social media and you can hear people of both political stripes, of all political stripes, I should say, throwing Nazi rocks at one another. In other words, calling each other Nazis. You think that cheapens, dilutes and undermines the truth of what that is. What does mm. that mean? And the reason they can say that is because they don't know. And so, you know, on a serious note, um, the new documentary I've made is about um, people who are my age, a bit older, who go back with their find out the stories of their parents their parents this, this happened in living memory the 75 year anniversary of the liberation of Auschwitz is coming out sorry the end of the war it is 2020 so it's coming up right you know and one of the difficult things about uh, the holocaust is often presented through the prism of black and white at historical arm's length but the reason the story of the holocaust is important is because it's important now to remind everybody never to be complacent about democracy. Never When's f- this documentary? In April. in April. Never, ever feel. We need to be, you, you constantly need to be it, online yeah. And yeah. alert and active, you know. And, you know, well, well, I mean, Maya Angelou said, you know, that you can't practice any of the virtues consistently without courage. So to have the courage to call people out, well, I think it's very important. It's fragile, yeah. right? So, so what happened that uh, nosedived that entire society into unthinkable cruelty and barbarism, a treaty that felt ropey. So you've got Versailles, you think Treaty of Rome, a sense that people feel socially aggrieved in some way, you know, as a result of either a banking crisis, so 1929 Wall Street crash, right? And what do you need? You need a charismatic leader um, who's populist and who can identify people to blame. And that's, that's why we need to be, mindful, and always brave and courageous to call it out, you know, I suppose the the upside of my strange, I suppose, uh, uh, social buffet of a personality is that that is one thing you can rely on. I, we know, will. You know, that's a great way to describe mm, you. Yeah. Like, you know what, you can go <laughs> in the space buffet. of a conversation with Rob, you can go from talking about um, him. Uh, bottom, your lovely, yeah, perfect yeah, bottom. Talking from my bum to the We social... haven't spoken about Sandy's bum, have we? <laughs> no, not yet. But I do think, <laughs> I the think they should have their own exhibit. <laughs> I am at my least, not that I'm ever especially sexual, actually, but I am at my least sexually anything here. Like, I'm sweating, I look like, I just, ugh, I can't, you know, I'm not in that zone at all. It is just a matter of artistic fact that there have been world religions started around lesser things than your buttocks, Sandy. I mean, I'm I'm speechless. so much What's wrong with that? What would the religion be called? Uh, uh, The buttocks. I'm sure you can come up with a name. Yeah, we're going to come up with something. The yeah. Why are you so? Why are you such a challenging? Um, I want to ask you. Okay, why are you well, such a challenging taskmaster in your classes? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah why you. am I a taskmaster? Well, I think you come in and you. That sounds really bad, but you want it. Is that the wrong thing mm. to say? <laughs> <laughs> I do want it. Every time you walk into class, you give me that look. Like that's what you want, and I think that's part of the beauty of being a Barry's instructor. It's not mm. you, what I'm delivering to you is not the same as what I'm delivering to say Laura or yeah. someone else who might be in the class, and that's what you kind of identify. I know that that's what you want. You want to be pushed. You sure. want to feel like you've achieved something yeah. and that you've gone that extra mile within that hour one thing that you don't hear is the kind of banter and the discussion afterwards i think the immediate aftermath you might sometimes in the changing rooms and stuff not that i'm especially plugged in but you'll often hear people talking about oh i went faster today Mm. or i did 12.5 for a little bit more or that was hard and you know it's a real that uh is is really interesting in the um aftermath of both of your classes this kind of notable thing of um this 
endorphin explosion of joy. In, after 820, I don't have any guys that come to me. You're probably the, one of the only guys that comes to my class. So you'll be on in, in that change room on quite, your own. It is quite um, female-dominated uh, yeah. night. But my classes, Why do you yeah. think that is? I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I can't imagine what they come for. Um, <laughs> you're so nice. You like talk to everyone. You must be but, exhausted but with the, it. The, the change rooms are like no go zones for, I, for us, I, I think. That's yeah, exactly sometimes I have to go to the loo and I like run in. I'm like, yeah. sorry, I'm here. I'm sorry, I'm here. Yeah. I know this is your private time to discuss me. It is, right? That's exactly what it is. It's yeah. time for you guys to... to but they do love, they, they come back all the time for, yeah. your, for your class. Yeah. Can I just say, because, because what you were saying earlier you, um, mm. about... Uh, why you come to Barry's and yeah. all that stuff. Because I, I was just saying, like, every time I hear you talk, I kind of think, I wish I could explain mm. Barry's in that way. We know it, but just to be told what it is that we're, we're doing. Is it really so doesn't matter. Important. It's the kind of secret to the success of this place. Look, there are other classes. They come, they go, whatever. They're faddest. And, you know, you can go and cycle and whatever and get a band back. There is undoubtedly a unique brand of magic about this place, which starts from the moment you walk down the stairs. And that's very unusual. It exists kind of in the walls. It exists. You know, you call them deskers, but it exists in the community that work, um, who greet you. And that's it's not so nice just, to hear because that was our, our one intention when we stuff. opened mm. Barry's. It's real stuff. You know, exercise is difficult, right? You, your body's telling you not to do it if you're in pain. I don't mean serious pain. I mean not wanting to get up. If you're mentally unwell, one of the things that... The first thing you're aware of, one of the first signs of that for many people, especially men we now know, is this sense of feeling emotionally depleted, empty, bankrupt before you get up in the morning, right? And so consequently, your body doesn't feel like it's going to restore any of its capital that day. You end up waking up feeling bankrupt. And that, of course, physically manifests itself in feeling energyless. So your brain has to psychologically push you to get out the door and go through the ritual of going through Barry's door. And to be able to walk down the stairs and emotionally feel like you've got a little bit more currency just by a greeting, right? That um, you've completed that class, that it's been difficult, but it doesn't matter. You've done your three and a half miles and had your shower, that you've done it on your own. You've not been looked at. You've not been judged. It's just something that you've completed, which has been difficult for that day, has the most kind of powerful, important effect, happy effect on... um, I think your mental health, in addition to having all of these incredible ancillary benefits of looking better, but for me, and I, I always and only ever speak for myself, that is ancillary to uh, what it delivers for me in an emotional way. Well, I think this kind of yeah, leads us note, in. Yeah. The, the feeling of Barry's, we are mm. going to kind of revisit that because okay. we've been asking every one of our amazing guests to Why do, do you are, It's so change. weird to have... And this is really weird, Annie. It's like when you used to see your teachers out yes. of school. Yeah. Am I the teacher out of school right it's now? It's a bit I like know, you're being nice, but you I'm not what? sure. I will pay. And and I was like, like well, what, 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 what's with the asking? Just tell me what you're doing. Okay, do you know what? Yeah. We're going to... What are we going to get him to do? Push-ups. Push-ups, I think. And Sandy's going to sit on your back because I have to give you a bit of love. I know. I knew you'd enjoy it. So listen, you have to do it. Are you going to sit on my back? No, no. We can't both do it. I'm going to ask questions. I'll be asking I'll sit on you. Fine. Um, fine, fine, you fine, have fine. to answer them as fast as possible because you're trying to win this, Rob. Okay. I know you're a winner. Okay. All right. Because you're trying to beat the other guests. Oh, no, I don't care Arts. about that. Not comp- oh. That's the other good thing about this place. Well, I must have said, it's, you know that stuff where you're competitive? You're really competitive against yourself. It's you versus you, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so, Rob, Rob, we're going to get you down into a push-up position. Sandy yeah. is going to straddle you and possibly lie on your back if you're lucky. Okay. Why can you sit on it? I'm going to ask you questions. You've got to answer them as you're doing push-ups. Okay. And you're trying to do it under time. So three, two, one, go. go. Okay. Funniest Barry's moment. 
Um, I fell off the treadmill. What gets you through your final sprint? Um, the thought that I'm going to have a shower. <laughs> Who is your Barry's crush? Uh, Sandy McCaskill. <laughs> Who's your favourite instructor? Um, Anya and Sandy. Did you really... What? Did you actually say... Anya, 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 Anya. <laughs> Thank Anya. you. Yeah. Barry's pet peeve. Uh, Barry's pet peeve. Um, uh, uh, people talking to each other, not wiping sweat. Oh, fave day of the week? Uh, Wednesday. Guilty pleasure? Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> Wednesday, what guilty pleasure? I don't feel guilty about that. Guilty uh, pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Um, burgers, burgers. Worst habit in life? Um, too many to mention. <laughs> Secret trick? Uh, uh, I can... I don't have any. Oh, what? Fact no one knows about you. Uh, um, my life is an open book. Oh, you're done. That was 50 seconds. So I think Rob thoroughly enjoyed that. And we've thoroughly enjoyed Rob. That's probably... Yeah. ...been very informative for all of you. I hope so. <laughs> I hope this... I mean, the problem is you're going to get one of those E things, you know, where you have to be... If this is a podcast where they, they give this, like, a parental warning... We're on cut at Barry's, I think. I, yeah. th- I think it should be. I think it should be. There's a few f bombs that get dropped in class. I think. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Some, sometimes. Yeah, there, it's definitely different styles, aren't there? Um, in some of the instructors, definitely different styles. Um, You've been some, people, some people. Yes, they slip out of it. that's when it gets really hot. <laughs> Second run. What's really nice about you is that you can actually tell when you're disappointed in the class. I bit. know, I'm sorry. I do have no, that look of great. disappointment, but I think that's the mum in me. No, but it's also really nice because, you know, everyone feels a bit like, oh, I'm upset. Oh, we better go faster. You know. Uh, I've learned over the years how to get the best out of people. I don't think, look. by the way, your class is mainly women. Like, is it mainly I don't know. That shows you how 98.9% women. I never, ever notice who is in the class, the gender balance at all. My, my class has had, like, a whole foray. Like, it's gone through a whole journey. I mean, there right. was a point where it was, like, you know, only gay men. And well, I remember having still, to do, like, Mariah still, Carey night. Right. Well, let's face it. It is still kind of like a gay pride parade. They do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? People do. I love it. I know. Right. Also, they, I mean, they're badass and they love you. I mean, you're like an icon, aren't you? Let's face it. Actually, I should have gone as you to Halloween, but yeah. No one would know who the hell you were. No, but I'd gone as like, I would have like... Do you want uh, my microphone? You can take my mic with you. 12.5. Anyway. Barry's London and a mic. It's cool. You know, we, we should just say that we're sitting here, Rob's come in and he's expecting an important call from an important oh, TV guy. And yeah, he's still coming and talking to us. So, Rob, thank you so much for coming. Bye, gorgeous. Oh, my God. Thank Roberto. You.